0: Hey, everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, we do a crossover episode with Rose All Day, anyways. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. (laughs) Alright, everyone, and welcome to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I am your host, Zach Miko. Yay, everybody. Thanks for coming back, as you always do. Uh, Fashion Week was this week, guys. Had a great time. Um, a lot of my favorite models were walking. Candace Huffey, Marquita Pring, Ashley Graham, Emmy. Uh, so, I mean, too many to name. Julie Henderson, Tara Lynn. I can keep going, but I'm not gonna. Georgina Burke. Okay i'm done okay (laughs) there's a lot um no it's this year more than ever uh we had more and more size inclusivity on the runway and it was so cool to see i went to one show the 11 Honoré show uh headlined by laverne cox led off by candace huffine and 12 different of img's curve girls it was The coolest show I've ever been to. And then I got to go to um, a party in honor of Ruthie Carter, the costume designer for Black Panther, Selma, Malcolm X. Absolute icon. She's up for an Oscar this year. I'm hoping she wins it. Um, But yeah, it was a great time. You guys are in for a very special episode today. As you guys know, sometimes I like to do a little crossover with my favorite podcasts. And My good friends have a brand new podcast out called Rosé All Day anyways with eric and katie uh it's an amazing feminist podcast and i stopped by to talk about body issues for men and women and we had a good time so without further ado ladies and gentlemen my crossover episode with rose all (music) day
1: guys, welcome to Rosé All Day Anyways with Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey. Ooh. What, what? Uh, so today is our first crossover episode and we have our first guest, what? which is really exciting. So joining us from Big Things with Zach Miko, we have Zach Miko.
0: Yay, Woo-hoo. it would have been funny if you said another name.
1: <laughs> we have not Zag go uh-huh. with Bob Saget. We have. <laughs> Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, my That's...
0: wife just yesterday bought a Bob Saget uh, shower curtain.
1: Because your wife very much loves Full House. She very much loves yeah. Full House. Wow. Yeah. Um, before we get into why I know information about um, Zach's wife. Totally. So early on in the episode, um, I did want to, you know, point out that, Zach here is um, Zach is a male model. Zach, AM. who who are you signed with?
0: Uh, IMG Models. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, well, it's IMG WME Endeavor. It's a long company name, but I'm in the IMG Models is the modeling branch of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Zach has been on such shows as. Um, next top model
0: mm-hmm. is it america's Whoa. next top model america's next, next top model i was on cycle 24
1: i think do you know like, tyra banks i
0: do i do know tyra like banks.
2: you are best friends with tyra banks that's we're, what i'm going to walk away from this podcast. We're, we're
0: buddies she actually i got on the show because she like just sent me a message on Instagram and was like, "What can I do to get you on America's Next Top she Model?" She just
1: like likes your stuff.
0: Yeah, and I was like, "You could, you could ask. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. I'll be there." i
1: is also friends with Ashley Graham too.
0: I am, yeah. I am friends yeah. with Ashley. Gorgeous, Who is Ashley gorgeous. gorgeous.
1: <laughs> I'm doing this in air quotations right now. Plus size model. She has a oh. normal woman's body. Well, yeah, you but have that's. To look her up. I but remember
0: in the yeah, yeah, in now. the no, totally. There, these are all like. I just posted. I went to um, the Eleven Honoré show. This is Fashion Week. We're recording during Fashion Week. You guys didn't even know. We are so topical. I know. (laughs) And um, the Eleven Honoré show was the first, um, I think, don't quote me on first. I'm going to put first in quotation marks because I'm not sure if it's true. But it was all uh, curve model couture show. Mm -hmm. So every single person was a curve or a plus or whatever you want to call them, models. Some people hate the term plus. Some people don't care. Um, I know IMG refers to their models as curve instead mm-hmm. but um, that makes how me
2: how think he, of that gym that women's gym no curves. yeah I exactly think that's terrible.
0: no it, they have everyone has weird, like so for the males they that's refer like to us as brawn where <laughs> I'm a brawn model
2: and now I think of the Scott Brawny guy
0: exactly and no we have a, there's a lot of uh, ad placements in our titles I guess <laughs> not really but um but yeah no it's it's I was posting about how great it was, and a lot of people, you know, did the exact same comment where they're like, plus, these are just average size women. I said, Yeah. And in the modeling world, that's crazy. Like, that's the whole point is that the average, like, runway model you will see um, is between a size two and a six on the most outside. Um, And this show, everyone was between um, 14 and 20 so that's crazy so it's the fact that they're walking new york fashion week shows you like how far the movement has come in just a couple of years
1: that's cool um, I do want to before we really like get into our conversation. I did mention obviously I know information about Zach's wife, and not because
0: <laughs> the way I'm a you say that is so fan. creepy. I know, right? Like? Because I'm
1: like, oh yeah, like, could your wife loves full house? Yeah, it's not because like I'm a Stalker fan, which I guess I'm a fan, but I guess more so because I have to be. At yeah, point. you're a yeah. required. Fan. Yeah, I'm required. The fandom is required for me. But Zach and I have known each other. For nine years.
0: I'm gonna say a decade because I decade. like rounding it rounding it up okay. better. It sounds it's better. very
1: close. About but a it's decade. like almost exactly nine years. We're
0: going into our tenth year We're of going knowing. Into each
2: our other. Year of How friendship. did you meet
0: we will. Uh, we sang on a boat together,
2: which we have covered in this podcast.
0: Have you? Yeah, I bring it up in mine pretty often too. So <laughs> How that was can my you first not? job. Yeah, it's like well, because you know, people ask like, "What was your first job in New York City?" I was like, "Oh, I sang on a dinner cruise
1: while serving drinks. While
0: serving drinks, because and they combined the waiter and singer yeah. duties. And
1: sometimes people would ask you about your drinks while you were singing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've 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 yeah. had someone. I remember like many times they'd be like, "Can you clear these plates?" And I'm like, somewhere, <laughs> yeah, hold on a second, beyond the sea, like, <laughs> it was, it's, it was a, it was a very humble, it was a very fun and very humbling job.
1: Yeah, yeah. Zag and I used to do the duet Unforgettable together, mm-hmm. but, like, our relationship is so platonic. Like, I think maybe, like, the first, uh, like...
0: The duet was platonic. She was singing to her dad.
1: Not the original <laughs> okay. version of Unforgettable. Like when. But the duet version. I know, but Unforgettable yeah, yeah. Is also a love song. It you, is. But you can sing it to your dad. It
0: is. But the duet was I feel was like her singing with her. This daddy.
2: podcast is gonna end with this duet. If it doesn't, I'm. I don't
0: quick. remember any of the words, but you Unforgettable. You didn't know
2: the when we were doing it. I
0: was famous on the boat for never remembering the words to any songs.
2: So you just made them up.
0: Oh, badly. I, I, that's why i sang the same very quickly i started you know you'd ha- you'd have your repertoire of like 15 songs that you were supposed to be able to sing on the boat at any time and then very quickly it became everyone did the same one song every time not me not you not you not danielle not a couple others but like for me it was i'm gonna sing beyond the sea if i'm by myself if is there i'll sing unforgettable Oh, End of list.
1: What was the rock and roll song that you did?
0: Huey Lewis and the yeah. News? Yeah. 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 The harder cool. rock and roll i I'd, I'd do every now and then, too. So funny.
1: But yeah. So really just three. So yeah, our, like our relationship very quickly in the first few months of knowing each other became like like siblings and so when we sang unforgettable mm-hmm. we like would like not even really like look at each other we'd, we'd stand like on, opposite we on opposite sides of the stage. I was like I feel like this is awkward for people to watch it's us It's also too.
0: important <laughs> to mention that uh what designated us when it went from time to sing like when it was not time to wait anymore and time to sing I would have to put on a uh, red sequin tuxedo that jacket, and Erica would put on a like sequin vest and yeah. a feather boa, and it would be like, "We're singing now," <laughs> and that was it. That was the job.
2: This is the singing time.
1: Yeah, uh, Erica. Before we move on, or real quick, do you want to do the? Yeah, I want to talk really quick. I just, I want to say first. I want to say what we're drinking. Actually, you know, before I say what we're drinking, I'm going to say that I got a text message. Normally, we, we when When are we drinking right I, now? I, I, normally, we record in the evening. Yeah. Right now, we are recording at noon on Saturday because it's a weekend and because it's fashion week. So, Zach got things to do.
0: I do. I got. And that, this
1: is yes. normally
2: Katie's writing and working time. Right.
1: So, it's a, yeah, it's noon on a Saturday. And Katie's like, are we really going to drink this early? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, the name of the show is called The all day anyway and it's brunch time people drink during brunch i'm drinking and i so- don't go to brunch because i'm working i'm sorry i'm like the worst basic white girl mm, yeah bunch of life
0: i've been sipping this rosé the whole time i was very surprised i knew this was the name of the podcast but i also was not entirely positive i would be given rosé Yeah. so i'm done. very happy about the, format of the
1: show so today
2: we are so drinking- we are staying on brand is yeah. what we say we're true we're true to I brand. We're true winos. You guys
0: are only the second, I think, podcast to offer me a drink while I was like, the second podcast or guest. Rude. The only one is the lead singer of Mother Feather and Courtney made me a gin and tonic, so. Oh. Well, we're, we're not going to make your drink. We're just going to pour you a glass. <laughs> I'll do that. We're not that complicated. So today
1: we are drinking a 2017 bottle of Yes Way rose which is awesome everybody's got some really fun glasses we're drinking out of katie's got the Mm. when i sip you sip we sip i've got rose all day zach is drinking out of an angular
0: it's the one that looks like it's tipping over but it's not
1: yeah my boss got me those for this podcast oh that's so cute i wonder if we can all take a sip and just you know give our impressions of the rose
0: taste like
1: a saturday morning rosé
0: yeah (laughs) it tastes like um how do you describe rosé uh this this. is a dry rosé, it's dry it's citrusy uh, yeah definitely have a little bit of citrus to it yeah um what else yeah
1: we've had sweeter roses on this show on the show so like i know it's red
0: wine has the grape skin on it uh white wine does not have the grape skin on it (laughs) This puts like a little bit of grape skin to pink it up. Your your knowledge of this already vastly surpasses oh. ours.
1: I'm actually not as bad as sometimes. I know more about red and white because I too used to be a server like that. Mm-hmm. So I had to pretend. at least be able to pretend. But the rosé phenomenon happened after we were servers. So I don't describe rosé as well. Because I
0: don't know when rosé started becoming a thing because when we were younger it was just white Zinfandel. Yeah, and it yeah. Tour de yeah. a box Y'all used to make fun of me. Yeah. Oh. Y'all
1: used to make fun of me on the boat because I always wanted the white zinfandel and you guys yeah, would always make gross. fun of me. And then pink wine came in vogue and I was like, what now? Well they made it better.
0: Now it's a like a huge thing. No, in college when I didn't like the taste of alcohol and was underage and they do that thing where it's like, okay, uh the one overage guy is gonna go buy liquor for mm-hmm. everybody. What's your order? I would always get a magnum bottle. <laughs> of like of white, of white zinfandel and I'd be like good I could drink that all day it's like juice that's we we I'm... would
2: buy the box of franzia and say we are doing the tour to franzia and like oh, I yeah. remember one time that we left half a box in the trunk of my car in high school super good, fucking good. dangerous if I'd gotten pulled over and it fermented and a month later we tried to drink it and it did not go well
0: it was this is stronger. arkansas you had, did like, I mention this at like... that point <laughs> that's great yeah.
2: also yeah. we discussed on this podcast, that 2017 is a great year for Rose. Yeah, apparently. like everything
1: <laughs> that we've been drinking is from 2017. I don't
0: understand why. Just why? They why? Because nobody year. produced Rose. <laughs> <laughs> until, like so, until, like. <laughs> <laughs> three years ago it wasn't a thing hey. um gary vaynerchuk has a new wine label out um called empathy wines and it's whole uh, it's like a direct oh, to consumer us. oh we get
2: all the wine people to follow us of on of course Twitter.
0: you do um i always want to they're a great company i don't know if they're great yet i haven't tasted anything they're whole drink
1: that on the show
0: when it shows up, I, I'll be getting bottles. I'll donate you one.
2: Yeah, please. They, um, empathy Wine. We want to be sponsored by you. So actually, yeah. Empathy Wine sounds like something for me as a writer. We always talk about empathy in our writings. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This combines the things it's that like I love. It's like meant to be.
0: Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, Gary Vee and Empathy Wines and all of it and VaynerMedia media are just a great company so i'm very excited to try their wine but their whole thing is like the direct to consumer where it's almost like a subscription service <laughs> like mm-hmm. i had to choose like do you want three six nine or twelve bottles so i started with three i want to ease into it uh and the first one shipping is their rosé so we're we're i'm oh. excited i'm excited to give that a try
2: fancy wow. me, you'll yeah. have to take a picture and Send it to us.
0: I did take a picture. I took a picture with Gary Vee. I can send you you the picture of us on Empathy Wine.
1: Great. So, yeah. So, this is a delicious bottle. I highly recommend if you are sitting on the porch having... um, a, a light sandwich with goat cheese <laughs> and you just want a little like sip oh, of now wine. we're giving food wrecks to go you along with
0: so you're like reading bon appetit magazine <laughs> yeah. like really i am excited. bon
1: appetit magazine oh i'm not reading it. i am bon appetit so yes please drink
0: have you yes, had a, a bad rose day. on the show yet
2: Ah, no, there, is there I a bad rosé? Yeah, I think
0: That's the thing. Rose. I think rosé all tastes the same. I've had good rosés, and I've had rosé. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think they, that's just the options rose you get. Some rosé is, like,
1: sweeter than the other, and, like, you know, so if you're looking for a good dry rosé, I think this going to be your jammy jam. I mean, like, look, if you serve Franzi at a party, yes. I'll probably drink People it. People will be pumped.
0: <laughs> are you kidding? It's you nostalgic. You guys are killing
1: this recommendation right now. <laughs> I just want to say. You guys
0: want to be sponsored by Empathy Wines. You want to be sponsored by Franzi. Yeah, what really want. I
1: would
2: love you it. You just had, if,
0: if I we came in
2: sponsored by and your
0: office just oh, had, yeah. if your office just had like a row of boxes with the spigots <laughs> ready to Which go. Which one do you want? Oh well, it used
2: to be that they have, I think, I feel like that they were the, the,
1: OGs oh, of the Rosé movement, but yeah, it they was were called White Zin. White Zin in bag. Oh, yeah. it's called Sun... They have a sunset blush now. Yes. Yeah, what? Mm, they're, I'm they're all over beautiful. that. But that's like a whole box. We need like an episode where we have like a bunch of people here and nah, we all do a tour de to Francia. They don't
0: go bad. The, the, the bags are a good way to keep it because air never gets mm-hmm. in. They don't go bad. Like, I had... our My buddy Joseph <laughs> is a psalm and he was like describing it to me. He goes, no one will ever do this. He goes, but... Technically, the best way to do it is the bladder in the uh, boxed wine. He goes, yeah, that's the best way to like, store and ship and serve wine, but no one will ever do it. And Joe, we've mentioned
1: looking. before, because Have Joe you? was the one who um, donated the, uh, the Brangelina.
0: Oh, oh, he gave
1: yeah. you the. Yeah, well, I. Demanded, I had a bottle
0: of it. And my sister stole it.
1: Oh, I dem- I saw it in your sister's hand at the party, and yeah, um, I demanded lady. that the bartender give me a different bottle of wine because they had given me white. And I was like, "You have rosé back there," and I demanded a different bottle. Of wine.
0: I have so many. Um, just a little backstory for everybody. He's a Somme and He had, a b- b- a jubillion. Yeah, that's sum. a good number. He's a, 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 a sommelier. <laughs> And he had so many bottles of wine in his house. They just moved to Florida. And he had to get rid of literally thousands of bottles of wine. Which is what I mentioned. (laughs) Which he told us our whole time we were not allowed to drink. Like, he had them, like, all over his house and in storage. And he goes, no, these are samples. You can't have any. Now he's moving. And he was in, like, panic mode. He gave me five cases of wine I didn't want. Oh my God. Um, which is great, but it's like they're mostly white wine. And like, I like white wine, but not, I'm definitely a red drinker if I was a wine drinker at all. And um, after giving out thousands and thousands of boxes, he still sent me a picture of his brand new walk in closet filled with 30 full cases of wine.
1: Good God. That's so funny. Yeah, so that the party much. in which he was giving him out is the one that I had just gone to the day before. Yeah, when he's going away party. He's just
0: just yeah. handing yeah. bottles of wine out.
1: Yeah, and I was just taking a second bottle. Damn wow, it! Wow, we you sound should. so
2: fabulous, and then I'm just declassing all class declass declassing. It know. was so
0: not fancy, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> mm, it was it, was, it, was, it yeah. was a grown man panicking that he had too much <laughs> stuff yeah. to bring to his new place. Yeah, that's, that's all it was. <laughs>
2: oh god so funny. this is a very that was a
0: good chunk of wine everybody that was a good wine chunk of yeah. the episode yeah,
1: yeah and
2: way. i'm i am sipping it i'm being a trooper and
1: like i'm questioning my life choices right now that's, that's okay fine. i support you 100 percent. i think i might go have a solo brunch after this uh <laughs>
0: last night i was drinking wine also and then beer because we were playing our friend bought dream phone from ebay you guys remember Dream Phone? No. That was the game. It was a board game in the '90s where you had like a fake phone and you had to find out who had a crush on you. Not girl talk. I not do. girl talk.
1: Maybe yes. it's girl talk. I remember girl talk. I don't. Yes. No, it's Dream the, it's, phone, but it's I called the Dr- it's
0: called Dream Phone or something like that. And they you'd probably call had multiple. And then it'd just be like thing. he always dresses cool, but he's not wearing. And then the phone would like whisper to you, be like a jacket, and so you have to cross out all the people oh, with the jacket. It yeah, was a yeah. very Girly version of Clue. There was another <laughs> version called
1: Girl Talk that was uh, similar. Yeah, Dream yeah.
0: Phone was pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! I always wanted these games, and my parents told me no because they I didn't wasn't want allowed me. to have
0: any. I was. My parents bought me and my siblings almost everything we ever wanted, but always. The generic version of whatever we wanted, <laughs> we like, like I want a Tamagotchi. Oh, that's twenty dollars. But this NeoPets, that's three dollars. Here you go. You're gonna play with NeoPets, and like we did you know, like Digimon over Pokemon. Whatever the cheaper option was, our cereal came in a bag instead of a box. <laughs> and it was always like, so it was like just a little bit off. Where it was like instead of Captain Crunch, it was like Admiral Smackers, delicious. Admiral like, Smack- <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah we're talking about body issues admiral yeah. admiral
1: smackers admiral
0: smackers how do we tie that issues.
1: into fashion I'm in week. a transition and we're gonna edit out everything that's happening right what
2: now. no we're keeping this hell no this is gold yeah
0: what are you doing Segway. we'll see
1: we'll see Erica Segway. I'm about to go. segue though. <laughs> I'm about to wrap it back around so we were talking earlier um, specifically Zach about um, how You know, for in the fashion industry, being over a six or at least over an eight makes you a curvier plus size model when a lot of us would argue that is just, you know, the typical, the Mm -hmm. size of the average woman. Um, And so one of the things I started thinking about is how do, how does, um, how society and how the media puts out into the world how women should present themselves how does it affect women versus how does it affect men because i really didn't think about it until you started until your career in fashion started rising and then i started realizing as you were advocating that there was like a whole host of issues around body image that you were dealing with that I had like never really thought about. I was like, ah, oh, he's a tall white man he got it made. And I, like
0: you, you know, I, I mean and And I, and I for never the thought most about part, it. I do. <laughs> like sadly thing. It's a very interesting like way to think about it because, you know, women the big difference between body issues for men and women is women talk about it, men do not. So the reason a lot of people didn't mm. feel like their guys had any issues is because they never spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes because there's that whole toxic masculine idea of, oh, you can't show any weakness and burn to have feelings as weakness. And I'm like, no, it just makes you a human being with thoughts and feelings and insecurities like everybody else. Problem is one of my main things with trying to get guys more in touch with their body image and how they feel about themselves is because a lot of the standards and insecurities I believe this is just a theory of mine that uh, women feel and are projected onto women by men, or because men have their own insecurities and hate, you know hate the way their bodies are. And what happens is they'll look at a woman and be like, Well, if I hate who I am, she has to also because <laughs> it's really like fucked up and toxic. Do you guys swear on yours? I swear, ah, uh, yeah, okay, cool, <laughs> wasn't sure,
2: but but you know, uh, as we said before, uh, Erica's niece. Cousin, niece, cousin, cousin is Sheep. listening. Leela. Yeah. Hey,
0: Leela. don't swear. Um,
1: Leela, don't swear.
2: Just
0: what I'm plug going your,
2: to Muffet, plug your ears, whatever you say. To <sighs> you. Wink, wink. I love
0: you. Continue, Dak. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's, it's um, a lot of things. Most of our society's problems come from straight white men, who mm-hmm. I happen to be one. And it's kind of like trying to get to the root of it. And I'm just like, why is everything? so fucked up when it comes to this and I'll, and to me a lot of these ideals of what it means to be a man is very toxic and um so kind of getting guys to deal with their own insecurities and their own body issues especially at an earlier age is me hoping to cut it off at the source <laughs> before mm-hmm. it manifests into other things before it manifests into misogyny and racism and all the other terrible things white men are responsible for in this country. It's kind of like if you if you're content and happy with yourself, you don't have a lot of time to hate other people. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the things that you hate about other people is because for some reason if I hate, you know, this one person, it's because something in this person makes me think of something that I do. And they're either doing something different than me, which makes me start to freak out, to be like, oh well if they're doing it differently. I have to be doing it the right way. Otherwise, I'm doing it the wrong way. So I hate them because I'm doing it the right way and they're doing it different than me. Or they look different than me. Oh, I was told my whole life that I had to have a six-pack and this person doesn't. So they're obviously awful, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've now spent my whole life sacrificing, not eating food, not having fun, not doing anything to try to get a six-pack that I can't get because genetically, I'll never be able to get one in the first place. So... I'm going to project my insecurities. It's just, it's a lot of white men just throwing their own insecurities around in the world. Mm. I'm sure you, you ladies have noticed that. Mm. No. Um, what's, what is that? I, I never
1: understood what I thought white men were just kind, docile, gentle land. Oh, Not the whole lot. The of them. whole,
0: the whole lot. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I'm like, if I, I think at a very early age, everyone, every human male or female deals with body issues. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's internalized different ways. Men are more likely to lash out because of their insecurities. Women are more likely to internalize. Because of that, women have kind of bound together and started talking about body issues. And and seeking solace in each other. As they should. Whereas men, since they project it outwards, Mm. it just becomes conflict. They don't talk about it with other people. So it's trying to get men to... Talk about their issues very early on. I grew up my whole life feeling terrible about the way I looked. And it wasn't until I said that out loud, or it wasn't even that I said it out loud. One of my directors in college, because I went to school for theater, came up to me and was like, Hey, you know it's okay to be a big guy, right? And I was like, What? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. people like you as a big guy. You can, you're hiding. You could be a big guy. And it blew my fucking mind because nobody had said that before.
1: That's so cute.
0: (laughs) And it's just those simple, and it's just about. Yeah, I don't even, know. I'm yeah, just, I'm just ranting at this point. No, no it's, right funny it's good. That
1: also, that you mentioned like a teacher, because we don't need to get into it now, but like one of the first time because, you know, I get made fun of a lot for being like, the whitest black girl you know. It was a teacher who came up to me and said, hey, like, you're great. The way yeah. you I heard them kids talking about you. You're cool. The so you teacher can, can really like... Because every now, shake now and then, the that's what's like it.
0: important about not just having a teacher, but just a responsible, ethical adult yep. every now and yep. then. Because all the projection, when kids are making fun of each other, that's just stuff we saw adults do. Yep. like mm-hmm. and, and that's all it is. Yeah. So it's so much helpful to have an adult come to you and go, hey, you're good. Don't yep. worry about these. And then because that's all children behavior that's all your behavior as a child and your behavior as a teenager is just you recreating what you saw your parents do and everyone else do but not only that just what you saw in movies and tv mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we were raised on the bitchy um you know teenage high school dramas mm-hmm. so because of that we're like oh that's the way it is and yeah right. we treat each other that way
1: That's so interesting, and you know You also, you talked about, um, and I know, Katie, you probably have experience with this, um, you talked about how women will internalize uh, a little bit more of just our issues in general. It's interesting also, sometimes, especially with body image, I actually feel like I am more likely to dress up because I know a bunch of, like, good-looking women are going to be in a place Mm -hmm. than I am for, for guys. I mean... I think, like, my, my Thursday afternoon, I had a hairy face um okay. yeah guys i go a lot of hair on my face i'm willing to publicly admit that i had that's a thing that me too don't yeah.
0: worry yeah
1: <laughs> right but you can just rock it for, in the for me it's too. branded
0: but it's right okay.
1: but for <laughs> me it's like something i gotta get rid of i have a hairy face my nails were jacked up i was in yoga pants i hadn't showered in like over 24 hours and my hair was a mess i was just gonna like go to the gym chill at home like have dinner and then um i got a text from the guy that I'm seeing, that he got invited. We, we, I What's like his name? You your, we're not saying his name yet.
2: We just we're not it. there yet. We we'll See, yeah. it's an on-running thing on this podcast. Like, Eric
1: Oh, Kess- I was
0: warned at the door yeah. not to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so you know who <laughs> this mystery man I is. I talked to
1: my friends. My friends know who it is. No, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I I mystery mean, just just, like, man. You're going
2: to be on it. this podcast. He you know it's coming. Me.
1: Yeah, okay. So, But I got this text that he... Got invited to, like, a club party that was associated... Like, some people who were associated with Fashion Week would be involved or be at the party. And my thought was, there are going to be good-looking women there. I have to go and fix everything that's happening right now. Like, that was... And so I did all the stuff to, I didn't even go to the gym, the entire trajectory of my evening change because I didn't want the other women to look at me and be like, mm. you know, she's got, she practically got a beard right now. And what is she wearing? And what's happening with her hair? Cause I was
0: like, no, that's, it's mm. always interesting to me that there's like, that women are very like, there's a, so much camaraderie over certain things. And then there's so much competition against other things mm-hmm. because like I was talking to, um, somebody recently. I don't r um I don't want to say their name. But they were um talking about, you know, being in the workplace and how the competition they are more likely to compete with another woman for a job mm-hmm. than they are to compete against the man. It's not so much that because they think about it in a way that there's a limited number of jobs for women. Yeah, so that's right. like where this competition is kinda like where she was saying that this competition in women against each other is like there's a certain amount of partners for them and there's a certain amount of jobs available so because of that they're n- competing with other women which like i don't know i'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm more that asking episode, you, i was gonna we? say i'm more asking yeah. you guys about it because it's a way i yeah. never thought of it before as a guy
1: what did we talk we talked about, about yeah. how one of my friends my friend jen jen good right? good good pronunciation Z- uh Zach, eric is always a like jean She's from Arkansas. She's going to side with me. On I'm that. from Arkansas. I just heard that coming yeah, out Yeah, exactly. Your wife from Georgia sides with me on that. I so don't know, but... Okay, but um, we talked about how the reason why I didn't want to be friends with her at first because when she showed up, she was like the other cute girl who was like a really yeah. good thing. And I was like, oh, you and I can't be friends because there can only be one of us. Mm-hmm. like, there can only Which be... Which is
0: crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guys have... do it a little bit too. For guys, it's like this more like a pack mentality mm. where it's like... There there's this idea of not that there can only be one. We can all hang out in a group, but one person's kind of in charge of the group. And uh, it's not Oh, I see that. It's not spoken. It's not anything that. But if you see a group of guys go out, one dude is clearly like the main guy. And like and and we're all friends and everyone can do it, but it's like I think I don't that know. happens it's with a weird women too. hmm
2: mm-hmm. I think like Warren's like, You're all beautiful my i'm i'm like the cutest one you know
1: like we no, see that. Like we yeah. are, i'm the funniest one yeah well i'm the smart one like we
0: all have a thing it's for all from watching movies we all need like to be a, which yeah. power ranger are we it's like you you it, gotta yeah. do the thing like yeah uh, donatello he, he's the smart mutant ninja turtle right. like you have to yeah. everyone tries to find that spot instead of really like you know we could both be you know, we, we can both like Game of Thrones, it's multifaceted, sports. it's cool, yeah. We're both into it.
2: I have a question about um, like, so, so male in the male modeling world, like, yeah. what are the body conversations happening right now? I mean, like, is it progressing exponentially or is it still kind of static? I don't know, it's
0: definitely progressing. Um, the fact that I have a career, period, mm-hmm. means it's progressed a crazy amount. Um, one thing about I'll speak from the uh, from like the big and tall brawn world. The only reason our whole industry exists is because the women in the plus and curve world already broke down all the barriers for mm. us. We are literally following in their footsteps. Women like Emmy and Ashley Graham and Tess Holliday and Candace Huffine and Hunter McGrady and a million more are the reason it's easy for us mm-hmm. to now step in and start doing it. That being said, there's still very few of us yeah. who do this. There's like maybe four of us full time, yeah. maybe that are full, that don't do it just as a hobby that actually make a living doing this. Um,
2: which you are one.
0: Which I am one. I am one of them. And it's one of those things where um, we're splitting off in the main modeling world because as you said earlier with, uh, Women being like, oh, these are just average size women. These aren't, you know, they're plus models, but yeah, they're just I've average Yeah, I've seen pictures size. of Ashley
2: Graham. Like last, I think
1: before we did this podcast, you showed me pictures. No, you sent me, actually, you randomly sent me a text first that you somehow had, like, found a photo of her, and you were like they say this woman is plus size and yeah. i hate everyone but so I was like, oh, that's actually graham you sent yeah. me the photo but yeah, that's it's, the thing is in the
0: fashion world she absolutely is that's crazy because similar for me because people come to me like i'm a big guy i'm a tall guy but they're like you're not that big what do you mean you're big and tall average male model let's do this versus me average male model weighs or is about between five ten and six foot mm-hmm. is the average male model. Closer to six foot. I'm six foot six, so I have six to eight inches. Holy shit, that's like height
2: people can reach. I'm five two, so right. we're
0: it's okay, <laughs> it's fine. Um, I don't know what it's weight, like. Weight <laughs> or uh, measurements wise, mm-hmm. the average male model will wear between a twenty eight and a thirty two pant. I wear, excuse me, um, I wear forty to forty two. So I have another 10 sizes in between me and the other guys that way. Weight-wise, they're average. They're weighing between 145, 150. Oh I weigh just short of 300 pounds. So I am Six almost weighing like
2: 150 pounds? I mean, that is a beanpole. No,
0: exactly. And that's the thing is like I am pretty much double the size of the average one. So everyone's like, oh, you don't look that big. And I'm like, yeah, but this is who's working. Because in the industry, they base their sizes off of these models. Ashley Graham is, for one, stunningly, amazingly beautiful and gorgeous, and yeah. very fit and very sexy. And but when it comes to the modeling world, when she's when her competition are size zeros and she's a size sixteen and she literally has eighty to one hundred pounds on these girls, like she's definitely a like considered plus, but that's what they base it off of. I know in the men's industry, a big problem we have with getting clothing is the sample size that are made. When a manufacturer makes something, they make it what's called a sample size. Mm -hmm. It's the original design for men. It's about a medium t-shirt is a way to think about it. And for women, it's usually about a four. Um, Everything on that, every other design they have is graded up from that measurement-wise. So they're not tailoring measurements based on you actually grow. They're just making it bigger. The problem is with bigger clothing, when you get to a certain point, you need to make a new sample size and grade up from that mm-hmm. because otherwise you start to look crazy because people's bodies grow in different proportions. Mm-hmm. Like for, as a man, I if I get something that I know has been graded up by a medium, I will... It'll still be tight in the neck because they underestimate how big guys' necks grow because they're you know we we uh, necks oh, and shoulders grow pretty high. That is not anything
2: I thought about as neck size. Uh, yeah,
0: and you wouldn't think about it. Um, it's never ends up long enough in the sleeve. Um, it'll always end, but it the sleeve will be giant. So what happens is they'll great they'll keep grading up the muscle of the sleeve, but unless you're gaining. You know Hulk Hogan size muscles. Uh-huh. As you grow, you don't need that extra arm in the sleeve. Same with the pants. They'll make the pants wider and wider and wider, even though you, your body doesn't grow at that rate. Certain uh-huh. things grow at different sizes. When you get bigger, your chest and your stomach will grow faster than everyone else. When you're gaining weight and you're becoming bigger, but they don't think about it that way. They'll mm. just grade everything. So that's one of the reasons it's hard to find plus and big and tall clothing is because it's they have to put an extra step into making it. And a lot of the manufacturers make an argument. They're like, well, we can't do it, you know, sample sizes. But a lot of us in the modeling world also have worked on the manufacturing side in one way or another, whether we've done a, you know, a private label with somebody or have your own clothing company. We know that to get a sample made is to call up your company, whether it's in China or New Jersey or wherever, Say, hey, can you make a sample size of these measurements? Thanks. End. And it costs you 50 bucks to have that made. Maybe up to 150 bucks to have that sample sent to you. It's it's a lot of excuses. Especially because the old school designers, it's Fashion Week, for example. This Fashion Week, we had some amazing designers at 11 Honore and Chromat who do break the mold and do... You know make it for people of size and all that and they're doing an amazing job and they're pushing the conversation forward however a lot of the old school people who i will not name because i hope one day they'll give me a job and money <laughs> um but a lot of you just fan in your head imagine a designer you know exactly yeah, who I'm i talking. got it I you have know mine all mine the designers mine. i'm talking mm-hmm. about they are so old school they would never consider, because they grew up, they're like, no, 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 to be beautiful, you have to be a size zero. Wow. Otherwise, you're not. There was very recently where Tommy Hilfiger even uh, made That's, a comment. Tommy
2: Hilfiger is still a thing?
0: Tommy Hilfiger's doing a lot of amazing things with adaptive clothing. He's always made extended sizes. He does He does a great job. But you can still see the kind of old school mentality where he did a clothing line with Gigi Hadid. Probably the biggest model in the world right mm-hmm. now. Um, and even then, he made a comment where he was talking about the, sh- the fashion show and, you know, what people wore. And he made, the f- he made the statement that he had Gigi Hadid wear this poncho thing because, you know, she's bigger than the other girls. She's a size zero, if not double zero. But
1: now I have to look at a picture of this Even person. then... Yeah, she's not...
0: and she's great but she's tiny she's the traditional she is like what you would call a traditional model
1: she's just like really really tall no
0: no she's not no she's she's she's, you know she's a taller she's model height but she's not like crazy tall or anything like that so it's it's really interesting to see like that old school what beauty is mentality Mm -hmm. for so long as a society We've been told what beautiful is, is this tiny little box you have to sit in. Mm -hmm. And just in the last five years, really, everyone's kind of like, we really hate this box. We've always hated this box. And now that we have the internet and where our thoughts and opinions aren't filtered through magazines and TV and Mm -hmm. whatnot, and we can talk directly to each other, people are starting to finally break out of those. But, na-
2: but at the same time now, like um, this is where I think that education of kids is really important. I have some questions for you about that. Yeah, but yeah. now, uh, I mean, they're out of the magazines, but essentially you're getting Instagram ads and Facebook ads and, oh, yeah. and you know, Twitter ads with the same shit on it. Totally. And so, so it's almost like a, there's two, th- like it's two things happening. I mean, the yes, body positive like conversations are happening and mm-hmm. everything but at the same time kids are still getting like, fed that that same recycled thing that they were in magazines in the 90s and early uh naughties is that what it is early aughts whatever um, so it, it has to be like a change within the industry right yeah. it's it's and it is and yeah. it is
0: it, it's, those changes are just starting to happen mm-hmm. um, it's definitely so the thing that's changing it for everyone right now is this whole influencer culture, as being a social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. influencer. Because right now, I... Which we it are. It might be a smart... No, you absolutely we you are. We
2: have 3 million followers.
0: Hell yeah. But no, it's one of those things we where... We 3
1: million followers. We do. We have 3 million followers? Yes, Erica. <laughs> I was <laughs> say, no, we don't. Continue.
0: But okay. um, no, it's one of those things where now... <laughs> Advertisers are are realizing they'll get a better return on their investments of advertising. Having me do a sponsored post to my 80,000 people. And what happens is, sure, this billboard might be seen by 450,000 people. Mm -hmm. Say that. It's on I-95. In a month, like 450,000 people will see this billboard. Maybe. Maybe. 100 people will call mm-hmm. out of that 450,000 or check you out online. That's a return rate of nothing yeah. on your investment. Whereas for me, I might post it to my 80,000 followers. You might get 2,000 people to, yeah. to look into it. Still a small percentage. Because
2: it's more personal <clears> they <than throat> know you, right?
0: Exactly. That's the whole... That's where advertising is going is you have these influencers who build their personal brand and they build a trust and they build a following. Mm -hmm. And then you as the um, influencer... Have to also have the responsibility to not go away from your brand and your personal branding, and not take things like I will never do a diet ad. I will never do those fitness teas or anything like that. What is a
2: fitness don't... tea?
0: It's a big, It's a laxative. It's it's literally a laxative that all the oh Kardashians, like a tea, it's a, a tea. tea. I yeah.
2: thought we were talking about like a t shirt. I was oh, like, do no, no, you no. like put it on and suddenly you're like buff? Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah.
0: No, but it's like I would never advertise one of those. And those are some of the biggest influencers. They pay the Kardashians have literally paid the Kardashians millions of dollars to sponsor these detox teas, which are literally laxatives yeah. that they're telling people. And because my uh, followers know who I am and know what I stand for, it would be a huge betrayal of trust for me to do like a diet ad. Or How often like
2: do you get that. hit up for those though?
0: Diet ads, not very often because I'm very outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> against, I'm very outspoken against diet and diet culture in general, uh-huh. which is a big difference between... What I am always accused of is promoting obesity, which is are not serious? a thing. Are you serious? Constantly. That is the number one criticism of, I think, of plus models and plus What are people just
2: like commenting on your shit? And being, All like, the time. And you're promoting. Wow, my All God. the time.
0: They're like, you're glorifying obesity. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm living my life <laughs> and telling people yeah. the whole idea is that you don't have to have a six pack to be happy. That's essentially yeah. if you're going to boil positivity down, body positivity down to anything, it's you do not need to have, you can be happy in the body type you have right now. Now, if you have other goals, if you want to change yourself through fitness or whatever, you're allowed to do that. It doesn't make mm-hmm. you not body positive to want to lose weight. Yeah. It makes you not body positive to hate yourself while you're doing it and you're doing it because maybe you'll love yourself one day yeah. if you lose this weight. But that's not the same thing. Like it's
2: I, Yeah, no. I I come from actually like a, a super like body negative family.
0: Totally. Same. Um, same here. Yeah.
2: I mean, like without naming names, I've had a relative in the hospital for bulimia and anorexia. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, they're pretty outspoken about it, um, but I just don't want to name them. No, totally. Um, just because I don't have permission before. And so exactly. I don't want to make sure. But like, I mean, like I had without naming other people, female relatives constantly while I was growing up saying like, you know, things just like small things. Like if you drink more water, you'll be more full.
0: Yeah. Things oh yeah. Things like
2: that. Like just constantly.
0: I yeah. was on every... I, with my mother, my mother and I did every fad diet you can ever imagine. Yeah, We were on every single one Same. of them because. There was
2: Jenny Craig in our house growing up for everything. Like just yeah. those fucking disgusting lemon cakes. If I yep. ever see one, I will throw
0: it So it, us us it was all like the Slim <laughs> you know Fast what? brand yeah. stuff and like.
1: You know what's kind of churning through my head right now though? Like one, like I think of myself personally, I, most of my life, until maybe about, I was 26, 27, so I don't know, doing math, can't do math right now, so like six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. I could eat anything I wanted, do mm-hmm. anything I want, and be a size four or six Yep. without trying. Around like 27, 28, I had to start working out and eating better to be a four or six. Mm-hmm. And then maybe three years ago, I got a knee injury slash turn 30. So i'm not really sure which is the one that did it yeah but it's like harder for me like i really feel like six eight maybe more where my size is now maybe sometimes verging on a 10. i also think i'm not watching what i eat now at all and etc mm-hmm. so i think sometimes things, something that a lot of women struggle with as you know and i was telling a friend this as a woman every like five years your body goes hey cool news i'm gonna change Everything. Totally. And you're like and and not that it doesn't happen to men, but I feel like it happens to us differently. Your hip you might even be the same weight, but your hips like got wider. Like Mm -hmm. everything just changes every five to ten years. And so I think something that I honestly struggle with, like I kinda joke now, oh I guess I have my grown woman body now. But like some of my clothes are tighter and a year ago I got rid of everything that made me feel fat. But, like... What a it, smart move.
0: That's what I'm doing today. We're doing the whole Marie Kondo thing. Yeah. In the next
2: I, don't get me keep started saying saying Marie, Marie Kondo, Kondo. I have not watched I any Because I have those. been
1: saying that shit for years, and I should have done it first. Except I'm a black woman, so people probably wouldn't pay it much attention to me. She also wrote this book wrote over a, cute a decade, Asian woman. decade ago. But, like, I, <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> a if it doesn't it bring was me a joy... Book. Yeah, yeah. I get rid of it. This is what I've been doing. No, I totally. Do Erica Atkins that shit. I need people to start saying my
0: name. You but you gotta go back we'll in time, it- beat her publisher to the point.
1: We'll call it
2: the Atkins Diet for your house
0: oh <laughs> the atkins home diet atkins
2: home <laughs> diet, and i was just like being speaking of which the of- guy
0: from atkins had a heart attack and died
2: oh because maybe be- eating a shit ton meat of meat is bacon. Is no not-
0: exactly and that's the thing that well that's what's so pervasive about diet culture is it has nothing to do with being healthy yeah. and having your body function better it has to do with getting smaller yeah. which is crazy yeah because it shouldn't matter i would be unhealthier when I was in high school and I was really in like the worst throes of like my body image issues I look at myself now from high school and I was like I was really skinny like to me I weighed
2: 107 pounds and I would never notice it uh, yeah I would starve myself
0: yeah I was I took uh every day I would take six to eight diet pills. I was constantly, which even now, my stomach is wrecked. Like we It has did. been my whole life because I spent my whole life on hydroxycut and Xantrax and all these like oh terrible things that for some reason, you know, I can't buy Sudafed over the counter as a teenager, but I could go buy laxatives and, and fat yeah. blockers and all this yeah. stuff.
1: We didn't have a scale in my house growing up. We actually didn't have a scale. Oh God, it was all about staying as physically we did. fit as yeah. you could because my dad is like a huge exercise guy but even well, he's like a firefighter my dad yeah. we've already discussed
2: on this podcast how positive like your family has been in exactly. general in your life
1: but but as i get older sometimes i do like hear from family members oh your hips are a little bit bigger than they used to be oh did you stop doing like sit up but all that like, stuff I is so programmed it's like that's right. what they're saying
0: it because they've been programmed their whole life right i'm a i'm i'm a big model professionally and i still have family members telling me stuff really? about losing weight and whatnot and you look a little different and you'd be good like and this is literally what i do for a living and what do even you say
2: in response to that
0: I well it depends on what they say. I'm usually pretty snarky to be honest. Yeah. It depends on also who says it. My, oh, I if think my grandma sh- says something I'm like, "All right, gram, that's fine." But I it, think
2: sarcasm and like oh, bitchiness should be taught in schools.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm pro that. Absolutely should. Should be a whole class on how to interpret it too. Where you're just like, "Ooh, okay, he didn't like that." Like <laughs> it, it's um no, it's so body image issues are In every aspect of our culture Mm -hmm. and they are pushed into every aspect of our culture do you think Donald Trump being one of the worst people in my opinion on um, the
1: planet
0: and that (laughs) yep being so bad do you think that he would have his level of narcissism his level of pig-headedness his level of being stubborn his level of just being overall full of himself anti if he had been physically fit and handsome his whole life now he projects it saying he is but like if he had spent his whole life with you know chiseled abs and a full head of flowing hair do you think he would have had time to become the horrible man he is
2: I mean, I think that, like, with all things in, I think he'd be a different iteration yeah, a different of a iteration. horrible yeah. man. Yeah, he <laughs> might be a
1: different reiteration of a horrible man,
0: but But, like, but he might not be screaming at
2: Rosie O'Donnell on air and calling her, like, what? Calling her a fat pig
0: and whatnot. Just, and he's yeah. also the reason, he might not be paying porn stars to have sex with him. True. He also, um, he wouldn't have to tell him that he's the best at this. He's the smartest at this every five seconds. Mm-hmm. That's all insane insecurity. Yeah. Because that's what toxic masculinity does. It takes you in security, repackage it as overconfidence, push it out into the world. And it's so unhealthy. And it's wrecked our society yes. for years. And I'm so happy that the conversation against it is at least starting, where they're like, this is a little fucked up. Like, Would you ever go do, do
2: like classes for kids? Like, is that in your? I, feel I would like, love to. I
1: feel like this should be in your. Yeah, like, I've tried to get trajectory. Jack to be a teaching artist before. Yeah, no, I and wanted to. I, I
0: would love to. I'm not. I don't know how to start. Is one of those things. I'm really good at, not really good, but my my strengths are ranting off the top of my head, mm-hmm. not preparing presentations. So That's much. a skill
1: kids need to be. You taught. know, Jack. If only you had a really good friend who was good at. Facilitating professional. Oh my development. god! But where do you find Consider one of those is, connecting
0: is, is people? Is not the girl literally jotting notes as we talk? That's <laughs> we're going
2: right now. Yeah, Erica has been deep into her notes over here. Well, I'm just like, I mean, you know, I was anti-rose Saturday and then you in the start... morning, and now I'm <laughs> like, Look, I'm if anybody good, wants some more Rose, we
1: have. I might
2: have actually birthday. take a little another nip. I'm yeah, feeling I'll pretty good too. Great.
1: All not I'm just saying a little that bit though, because I still got to drive. If you decide that, that that's something you want to do. I, I am an educator. Well, it's person. actually
0: something I'm I'm starting to think about. No, and and I definitely thought
1: and of it. And I do branding, so Good. That do prince. Cuz I, I um Don't laugh I me. got
0: invited to which I haven't done. I I haven't like cro- crossed the T's and dot the I's yet, but I've been offered to do a TEDx talk about yes, like body image and yes. whatnot. Um that and needs it was funny, and the students is at the University of Illinois and the students were like really nice and they're like, Yeah, we'll help you write it. We do all this stuff. And then the only reason we haven't crossed T's and the I's I'm like, well, I don't want you to write it. I wanna <laughs> if they, I'm gonna start doing this.
2: Inherently there's there they are students at this like, you know, elitist university who have a bias that think that models are not intelligent. No. Like like they are already, yeah, yeah. I can already just feel it in the no, back of their
0: There's a little bit of that, but for me it was mostly like, no, if I'm gonna give a speech of any sort, like it has yeah. to be my words and something I believe. It's like there are, for example, I used to look down on people who use like ghost writers and stuff, mm-hmm. and I still do. But then I have so many friends who are writers that do that for professionally. But also, do you like, think Yo, like Yo, Michelle
2: up. Obama has time to write but a that's novel? That's the thing. And and that, the and that's different. it's like know?
0: there's a difference between ghostwriting, um, I'm Donald Trump, write a book for me and I'm going to slap my yeah, name on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And ghostwriting with someone like Michelle Obama or Tina Fey or so. actually, no, Tina Fey wrote most of her own. But um, you know what I mean? Like prominent figures. Exactly, and that's why. Yeah. But like, like Barack Obama, who do have to sit down and, and just dictate and like, this is yeah. what you need to do. So I'm less looking down on them. But I got the feeling that they didn't so much want me to like to ghostwrite. They wanted to write it for you. They were going to write and I was going to talk. And I was like, no, 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 no. I do well, that. no, that would That's take out all ad- of... Yeah. I'll do that for advertising. <laughs> if you want me to sell a product, sure, you write the script. As long as your product doesn't harm anybody, maybe I'll like it. Okay, we'll so
2: here's a question I have then on that yeah. line. What products do you have you advertised for that you really feel strongly for? Let's uh, plug them clo- now. <laughs>
0: clothing lines are a big thing that I have looked... Uh, inclusive clothing lines are my big thing. Can mm-hmm. you
2: name a few? Uh,
0: um, I mean, I work for Bonobos. Bonobos
2: and, give us money. Um,
0: I work for so many. Target, the gap. Target, uh, give us
1: money. Well, the target, target is how you were discovered. Target's
0: how it got discovered. Yeah. But oh, as really? far as social media, social media is different because what happens is I'll plug any company I believe in on social media, which makes like, it's a very much a gray area in what I'm promoting because like social promotion and... Every, there's some social promotion that you do because you just do believe in them. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I work with Bonobos all the time and I think they've done an amazing job of making like fashion forward clothing for bigger guys. And so I'll give them daps for that I, <laughs> because I think it's Bonobo super cool.
2: Bonobo in my mind is a store or some brand in the mall in the 90s. So remind me who they
0: are. No. Wrong uh, one, okay. <laughs> wrong one. Bonobos is a, they started off all online. They were mm-hmm. a men's uh, men's clothing company that specifically their whole mission was to make a better fitting pant.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and that's all they did for the beginning. But then since then, they've become a pretty big company. And last year they pushed into ex- what they call extended sizes, mm-hmm. which is from uh, 2X to 5X. Now there's farther to go in that spectrum. That's another big argument is how far do you have to go to be considered an inclusive clothing company like Mm. so i try not to work with anyone who for men doesn't make inclusive sizing Mm -hmm. i have in the past worked for people where i'm the absolute biggest size they carry and i don't consider that inclusive at all because you're telling so many people that you know that to me it's just another form of being like no we're not gonna produce clothing for you because you're not you're not good enough and you won't look good in our clothes so we're just not gonna do it which is another bias, especially for bigger men and bigger women, that big people don't care about the way they look, look at how big they are. Why would they, you know, if they cared, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be so big, Mm -hmm. which is like, listen, nothing's going to make me shorter and smaller. I could starve myself, sure, but I'm still going to be six foot six and still need long enough pants. I don't know what to tell you. But um, how do you,
2: like, I just lost my question. It's probably the rosé on a Saturday morning.
0: (laughs) Probably. But um,
2: what do do you feel about these terms though? Big and plus and all that. Like I cringe hearing some
0: people have huge issues. So there was Mm -hmm. this this large campaign. Ashley Graham specifically hates the term plus size. Yeah, I do too. Um, I've and and that's why in IMG instead of big and tall and plus they call it. Yeah, by the way, big and tall is an American thing. If you go to England, it's men's plus, but American men are particularly sensitive and don't want to be called plus because it's related to women. That's a different conversation wow. altogether. Makes sense. So okay. in, me- in America, it's big and tall, but big and tall, plus size, whatever you want to call it, world. Um, that's why people like IMG have renamed it Curve and brawn, trying to come up with a with a label that doesn't have the connotations and the traditional thoughts Mm -hmm. associated with it. As far as plus size and big and tall go, for me personally, I'm at a part in my journey where I have no issues with it. I'm at a part of my journey where I don't care if you call me fat. It doesn't, to me, because to me, fat shouldn't be an insult anyway. It's a descriptor. Mm -hmm. And that's like, but there's still, fat is still still such a weighted word that people react to it as if it's an insult. And because people are using it as an insult, not because they're crazy. People are specifically mm-hmm. trying to use it as an insult. But it's also not. It's yeah. just a descriptor. Mm-hmm. It's the same as saying short. The same mm-hmm. as saying tall. same as saying skinny. It's, but I grew up, we all grew up knowing when I was five years old, I knew that skinny was good, fat was bad. Mm-hmm. No one ever told it to me in those words, but our whole society projects that. Mm-hmm. So you sort of start to believe it that way. Um, I'm going a part in my journey where i where I like, I don't, I use the term plus myself simply because everyone knows what I'm talking about. Mm. I don't have to have that educational conversation when I say curve and people go, what is that? When I say brawn and people go, what is that? Yeah. It's easier for me to say plus size. Everyone knows the term, but I also understand that other people are on different parts of their journey and still have issues with that term.
1: I want to read something that you posted the other day. That, that I, I posted? Shared. Yeah. That yeah. I, Good for I me. really love. Yeah. What did I do? What's um, your, is this an Instagram? This is an Instagram What's, post. Oh, What's your follow handle? Follow Zach at, at Zach Miko.
0: At Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, follow us. Because... Yeah. You
2: got enough followers. We need more. You have 3
0: million <laughs> Hey,
1: if you uh, follow Zach, you should just follow us because I've had Zach repost the same thing that I posted Many. and literally get like 20 times more likes than I do. And I'm like, oh shit, he is famous. So uh, I'm going to take advantage of my friendship for my own. You should. Yeah. So it's okay. Do so you posted about how. Um, Trolls will, you know, be like, oh, I'm commenting for your own health. Oh, yeah. Right, right. And this is what, yeah, yeah. So, this is what Zach posted like a week or two ago.
0: Yeah, some Uh, guy, a little background, some guy who claimed to be a doctor told me that I was um, glorifying obesity and that he's all for everyone loving their bodies, but clearly I am going to have type 2 diabetes, cancer, and hypertension or something like that.
1: Oh, my God. So, Zach responded, I don't normally respond to trolls but I'm so tired of people trolling for my health. I know many of you deal with the same thing every day. This is how I responded and what the caption of the pic, he, it's always a he. It's always a he. It is always a he. (laughs) Felt, now you know what it feels like to be a woman. I know. Felt the Mm -hmm. need to comment on. Don't let the bastards get you down. I love y'all. And this particular comment that you commented on is... um, What is a brawn model? You're just obese. There's nothing to be proud of. Being obese is a decision you've made yourself. I'm all for feeling comfortable with yourself and don't glamorize. And it didn't spell glamorize right. Hypertension. (laughs) Type 2 diabetes and an increased risk of cancer. I think this is a different person and maybe it's the no it person. was the same, same person, person? Was okay. you were kind enough else. to scribble out yeah their I, I i yeah. protect
0: their identities just because you know even though they're fan. terrible people yeah. i have the luxury of you know at least a thousand furious people who will <laughs> we'll fuck craft. up your social media and <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like listen i'd rather deal with you one-on-one i don't need other people to stick up for me i love that they do and thank you everyone who does but it's a. Uh, not a fair fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Zach. Oh, then the guy also said, "I didn't project diagnosis on you, but you're not at a healthy BMI. That is a risk for other diseases that have a very that have very real consequences. Obesity will become one of the biggest modifiable risk factors for cancer. I'm sorry that the facts don't fit your worldview." And Zach, his response: "You are clearly not all for people feeling comfortable in their own skin." Don't add a qualifying statement to soften the blow of your trolling. You just made it a point to comment on a stranger's photo to make sure they knew that their body was not okay with you. Mm -hmm. And your bio claims you are a doctor, and yet you project three diagnoses onto me without ever giving me an exam. You aren't a champion of health. You just hate fat people. And someone sharing a picture of themselves saying they felt good was offensive to you. It was a photo of you modeling in Australia, right? Yeah, it was a
0: modeling shot in
1: Australia. Um, Maybe I am your stalker, but I feel like I'm your friend. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and all from a private account because you would never want someone random to say mean things to you the way you feel comfortable to do to others i hope you find what makes you happy mm. which i love because i feel Burn. like technically i'm not in my bmi right now no like my one high BMI, bmi is, is value, not which is okay like what like yeah, what debunk is that? it, BMI
0: it down. does not apply to an individual it is an overall study of population it is arbitrary not arbitrary but it is numbers based on a full population mm-hmm. size not only that it was calculated during the fucking depression when nobody had any food mm. it is not a thing that is supposed to be applied to an individual and it is not supposed to be an indicator of health it is literally just a ratio of your height to your weight that's all it is and it doesn't like go to any like it's mm-hmm. not <laughs> most reputable doctors will never use bmi because it's not it it doesn't it is not a authenticating factor of your health and it is not supposed to be applied to an individual, but how, what happened is how for is years this,
2: like that. I have never heard what you just said before. Yeah, like because have, because yeah, we, we just
0: go with it. We just BMI One is a industry of profiting, profiting off of it, it right? Exactly. Yeah, billions to trillions of dollars are based off of making you want to look a certain way, mm-hmm. whether it be good aspects of it like fashion if as long as they're inclusive size where they are trying to teach you to where the the overall fashion is vic- is not a victim here fashion is uh has done a lot of terrible things over the years but the base idea of fashion is to find your own style and learn how to express yourself through clothing it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. there's bad things associated with it with um Vanity sizing and non-inclusive brands and all that stuff. But still, they make money off of making you look the certain way. The beauty industry makes so much money off of hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. The diet industry makes billions upon billions of dollars on telling you your body needs to be a different shape than it is. It's not... There's no reason for people to debunk things like yeah. like BMI. And it's BMI is not a thing used. It's a population study. It's not yeah. an individual study. Yeah. And it has no me being at a BMI of 30 plus or whatever that means, which according to the BMI scale, I'm morbidly obese. Seriously? Um, morbidly. Going to die soon, according to BMI. <laughs> like, There's no what, way I'll survive. Did you ever is...
1: hear what John Foster, we have a friend, John Foster, what he said yeah, no. when you started your ride to frame fame, 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 uh, John Foster goes... Well, if Zach is obese and the rest of us are fucked.
0: No, it's true. (laughs) But that's the way the BMI scale limits it to that, like, a crazy amount of according to the BMI scale to be a normal BMI I am supposed to weigh around 180 pounds no oh my at God. 6 foot 6 not at your height at 6 foot 6 I am supposed to weigh 180 pounds to be How? considered a normal BMI
1: you I'm would to have be about to start 25 years, I'd have
0: to lose over 100 pounds I'm it supposed be to be crazy. about 25
1: pounds less than what I am right now but and you, I have but that's been, the thing even right now where been.
0: you and I are saying supposed to we're not yeah. supposed to the BMI scale is a bullshit thing Thing that was propped up by the diet industry so they had a data they can point you to to tell you you were too fat mm. which is just nuts and exactly as I said in that thing one of the big one of the biggest criticisms people get about you know in pl- other plus models for one two things uh, for one the women's plus industry the, the, the women my friends who are also plus models who get the same kind of trolls get it way more than i do incredibly more it is disgusting they're much more vile much more harsh because i am a man people are less likely to come at me they still do i still get plenty of trolls but i probably get a third of what they get maybe Mm -hmm. um no but your health is personal to you it is between you your doctor and your loved ones and it is no one else's business i do not owe a random even if I was unhealthy, which I'm not. I do not owe a random troll on the internet. I do not owe them health. Yeah. I do not have to be healthy for you. I am my own individual yeah. who pays my own healthcare premiums. And I do not have to be healthy for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I fucking am. So suck a dick. Um, <laughs> and uh
1: hashtag suck a dick hashtag, hashtag. blame it on the moon exactly that's what we're gonna call this episode is just suck a dick
0: no it's mm-hmm. just and, and that's the thing I'm is they're like you're that. glorifying obesity no one's glorifying obesity no one is saying we're saying that you are okay the shape you are and and you shouldn't have to hate your body and wait to be happy mm-hmm. because of what you look like no one's glorifying obesity. I didn't wake up as a child and be like, you know what I'd like? I'd like to be 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. I hope I am. Like, no one ever says that. If we all had a choice, we would all have ripped six packs and perfect 2% body fat shapes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's easier to function in society that way. Mm-hmm. Not because we really want it. That was a thing. I came to a realization where I realized I was doing all these diets and, um, because i was doing all these diets doing all these workout plans starving myself doing all this because i thought other people would like me more if i looked a different way yeah not that i would like myself more and when i realized isaac didn't care like really didn't care all my caring came from what other people would think my body functioned perfectly fine i could still go out and play frisbee and tag football with friends i could still go hiking i could still do like i felt fine Mm -hmm. but all of my thing was like oh i need to do this because people will like me better if i change
1: i definitely think that one of the turnarounds for you was when you met laura because she very much she very much Loved you for who you were, oh, and no. I like, like I was like, oh, he going could like, she A lot like, of she loved you for who you were, and that was very clear.
0: I know for me, my insecurities in my size and whatnot, most of them stemmed from uh, feeling like no one would love me. Right. Feeling like I was mm-hmm. undesirable and no one wanted. And even and I had girlfriends too. That's the thing. I wasn't one of those people who never had a girlfriend. I had girlfriends all like, through high had school. A
1: that always was always dating someone. But in I my head, it <laughs> wasn't
0: because they liked. I always tricked them somehow into dating me. Mm. I they they didn't for me. My my mm. insecurities always came from being attractive. So what happens is I tricked them by being funny and by buying them things and doing all this. And this is the reason I had girlfriends, not because they ever found me attractive. And even if they mm. would say a to be I would be like oh she's lying she, she's my girlfriend she has to say that yeah and it wasn't until Laura where I was like I think this girl like is attracted to me like yes. for
1: Laura was always like very, this is like, like, like Laura would post photos and be like look at my boyfriend how handsome he is i can't I, believe yeah. he's my boyfriend I'm and like, i'd be like Well, Zach, oh, better lock this chick down because oh, she did. is into it i did
0: <laughs> as quickly as i It's <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> like you guys been together for like two years total and you got married and i was like yeah that oh like i she started just how long have so you been much. married
0: i've been married now for like four and a half years wow. um We've been together for like a little over seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. I started saving for a ring like four or five months into I was like, to oh, her. I'm going to do this.
1: I hadn't even met her yet because it took like six or seven months for me to meet her, maybe even a year. Cause maybe. Cause... Our schedule was so crazy yeah. that you and I could get together. She's a really busy person, too, but the yeah. three of us couldn't ever get together. No, exactly. I met you guys when you came to the show at Newbank, Yeah. and then we all yeah, went yeah, to yeah, lunch yeah. together. And you guys had been together for a minute at that point. And I remember you and I. We're out at dinner at, um, Southern hospitality, okay. but like restaurant. We're the worst two people to go to dinner together. Cause we're like, order it all. I'll get the appetizer yeah. and the big meal and the, we eat everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we edge each other on like there's no, there's no. and then, so Zach, I want to go to dinner. This oh, come some, to dinner yeah. with us. We'll eat everything.
0: I'm going to order We're going to order everything. You're getting at least two or three apps if <laughs> yeah, you go out with gonna, me just because I want to try it. That's yeah, funny. it's going
1: to be a good time. And then we're like, we have $75 each. Well, whatever. But uh, so yeah. I remember Zach was telling me. I have my menu in front of my face. I remember this so clearly. And Zach was like, oh. he's like, I think I'm going to propose the law. Just show you guys who can't see me, I'm kind of demonstrating it. And he goes, I think I'm going to propose the law. And my eyes were just like over the menu and they like light up. And I was like, oh, 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 you are? And Zach was like, yeah, like I've been thinking these are the different ways I might do it. And I'm going, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, just trying like oh not to God. freak out. Like, I've never heard him say like, and so soon and like, She's like amazing. Well, because Erica for him.
0: saw like all like other girls I dated. Yeah, and it was like it was, was always like these <laughs>
1: visions are not cool. But it
0: was also just <laughs> I know they weren't. But
1: uh... one person I kind of like, but I still don't think she was the right one for you.
0: Oh, that's yeah. who. I was yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, about? yeah, yeah. I remember we got in a fight because you were still Facebook friends with her.
1: <laughs> I, was I like, actually you still stop? am. I still haven't defriended her yet. I'm sorry. Do
0: well, you I... want
1: me to defriend her? I no, will. No, I don't okay. care. Okay. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. I'm I'm, now. I'm together matter, forever.
0: I but no, I mean, for me, all of my... I would not be able to think the way I do about these topics if my constant insecurities about mm-hmm. ever being desired or finding someone to love or dying alone or anything like that weren't relieved by my wife. I've become mm. such a better person mm-hmm. because for the first time in my life, I can think, I can work, I can create, because this overall presence of insecurity of no one's ever going to love me was taken off. And it's like... Aww. That like, kind
1: of makes me think of like how important it is to... Have the people in your life who love you really support you and lift you up and like stop commenting on little things about like your your body and like that. Like, if everyone's just like, you're beautiful the way you are, you're amazing the way you are. And it doesn't have to be a romantic thing. That's what I'm saying. Just the people in your life, like if they can Mm -hmm. stop, because I would think some of the times I've gotten most insecure about my body is when someone in my family has made a comment. Oh, same here. It's always always
0: someone in your family and they're always doing it for what they think are good reasons but it, they're doing it from a place of at one point in their life, they felt hurt because mm-hmm. they right. had that mm-hmm. body issue and people made fun of them for that because the people who made fun of them got hurt over mm-hmm. the same body issue. Yep. It's just like, this is the whole issue of body positivity is trying to break that cycle of yeah. self hate that is so ingrained in all of us. Yes. Yep.
1: So guys, we're coming, we're coming to a close on the podcast. this is fun guys yeah that went by so
2: fast and also like i have had very little rose and feel mildly buzzed because we are
0: just fine there are three of us and there's still a quarter of the bottle oh i'm gonna take the rest of this bottle by myself and then take a nap today
1: and i did a lot of grocery shopping (laughs) i might be doing that i'm fine i
0: think i'm supposed to go to an event
1: yeah i know you have a thing yeah Yeah, you you have to go one. one. Do you want a slightly tipsy plus one? No,
0: I'm not. I'm never allowed a plus one. Oh. I, I got, it's like even just on um, Wednesday, because I always, because Laura always wants to go, and I never am given a plus one, but I was given a plus one to one party. So I was like, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to go to these two fashion shows, and then you can meet me at 8.30 30 go to this other thing. I did
1: work out a deal with Dak that if it's football related, then I'm his plus one.
0: Yeah, it has not been. I know, so and
1: I'm <laughs> so upset about it. What? And our like a football would be very... fashion. Thing. no but like yeah exactly actually an influencer and he's very vocal about the fact that he's a giants fan right. i did
0: at one of the at one of the shows i met Odell beckham jr i was pretty pumped he did not want to take a photo he really did that he <laughs> no 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 weird. he took he didn't to he didn't say anything okay. did he take I the saw photo him. yeah he took the photo i saw him um and like Laura had mentioned seeing, so this is the one that Laura was able to come to she had seen him and she goes that cause I was making a comment. There were football players there. I just saw Cam Newton and I like Cam Newton a lot, but I'm not a Panthers fan. I'm a Giants fan mm-hmm. and I think Cam Newton's great, but I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. Cam Newton's here. All these other people are here. And she goes, yeah, that other guy, I think you like him is here. And I said, she goes which guy and she's like he's uh he was blonde and I said I don't think I know any blonde guys and she goes no but it was like dyed blonde and I'm like wait just say he's black I was like no and that's exactly what it was I was like wait (laughs) Is this a white guy? She goes, no, it's a black guy. I was like, oh, oh, shit, Odell Beckham Jr. is here because <laughs> he has, he's famous for his dyed, oh, okay, like, okay, okay. like yes. yellow I'm not the fashion mop.
2: person, obviously, not the football person. I'm just like the lonely writer over here who does all the tech stuff. So
0: hell yeah,
1: you're not. Just Erica the tech makes though. us cool. I was I so do not
0: excited. Make us cool. <laughs> I was so excited to see him, and then Laura was like, "I'm gonna get a picture with him," and I said, "Don't." Don't do it. I have a thing. I do not want to meet anyone I'm a fan of, ever. It's never fun for me. It's always disappointing. I always either make a fool of myself. I'm a fan, like a like a freak-out fan, of like 10 people. And I have embarrassed the hell out of myself every time I've ever done it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't want to meet them. Also, they'll always do something to, that I am disappointed in. Mm-hmm. I was invited to meet one of my idols as an influencer. And... I was so excited, and they wanted because it was like a photo op. You're going to meet this guy. He wants to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I went in to meet him. Laura came with me because she's also a fan of him. We wanted to see him. We get into the guy's office, and immediately you could tell that he doesn't know which one of us he's supposed to meet. He has no idea who I am. And I was like, it was crushing. I was did like, did you say oh, I? Oh.
1: I'm, I'm Zach Miko. No, it was so I'm embarrassed. i the model.
0: No, it was so bad, and like so, like it's just little things like that. I do not like meeting people. So Laura's like, "I'm gonna get a picture of the Orlando Beckham Jr." I said, "Please don't. I really don't want to do that." And as he walks by, she's like, "Can we get a photo?" And he doesn't say anything. And you could look at—he like, kind of looks around and to soften the blow we used my friend um supermodel like marquita pring <laughs> we used her to also be in the photo we're like she'll be marquita will also be in it it was like do this and Laura's, and you could tell he didn't want to, but he didn't say anything. At that point, he had already shaken my hand. He, like, he walked in and shook is so my hand. Also, so
1: darling, like how could you say she's just
0: his and wife the is only so darling. reason they said yes to a photo was because his handler, because he's also represented by IMG. Mm-hmm. Um, his handler was from IMG, and I knew her, <laughs> and she was like ah. T- this is the last one. So we took a photo. Laura proceeded to take the worst photo ever. She does not know what she's doing. I love her, but it was did so bad. Did she post it? Uh, yeah. And of course then, she did. And then uh, yeah. Marquita tried to like edit it on her phone, and it was, it was still bad. But I'll show you guys afterwards. Uh, needless to say, he was very kind of him to take a photo, but you could tell he was over it. Just Because I was, we were probably the 50th people to ask to take yeah, a photo yeah, with yeah. him because he's on the New York Giants and we were in yeah. New York City. Everyone knows who he is, he's one of the most famous he football players. players of all time. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows exactly who he is. He's I'm a, a cowboy
1: fan, I know exactly who he is. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm nothing, so. and I know who he is.
0: Exactly, <laughs> he, he's you? like,
1: I do know who that is. Oh, yes,
0: wow, <laughs> success. Yes. Success.
1: Rude. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I met Nick Carter and I got him on video checking out my boobs. So I guess we all have different levels of. We all have different
0: levels. Speaking of the Carters, I've just found out what a train wreck Aaron Aaron Carter Carter is.
1: Oh, that's a whole different episode. Aaron and the math and oh, I was watching. We always end on Backstreet Boys. We don't always end on Backstreet Boys, but they work their way. Were you
0: happy they were in a Super Bowl ad?
1: Can we talk about how happy I am that they have the number one album?
0: Do they? Yeah. They have an album?
1: Because their <laughs> ticket sale, if you bought their ticket, you bought an album.
0: That's smart. Genius. Wicked, wicked smart. Wicked smart. smart. Okay.
1: So <laughs> as we wrap up this episode, that wasn't a true wrap up. So as we wrap up this episode, two things I feel like need to happen. I feel like we should give our listeners, you know, my mom, my stepmom, and my cousin Lula. So, <laughs> there's some other people, and my friend Jean, who's about to give both any day. Chelsea is you know with Twin. She's giving both any day now. Sweet. Yeah. So, um, all of these people, if we could give them just like a positive word about body image, and I guess because you mentioned it earlier, Zach and I can pretend to attempt to do a duet from.
2: I oh knew it. I my see. My I knew this, see Erica wants this to be a singing podcast. Oh
0: my God. So I
2: just <laughs> knew it was going to come up.
0: No, we can do like just no. Our, no.
2: Our, the our, opening. Zach, our entire holiday special was me talking into a mic with Erica singing in the background. And oh I was like, God. I'll keep talking about like feminist issues in the holidays. Of and course. then Erica's just singing like, of baby, it's cold it outside. Is. And I'm having to break down the date rape song
1: for her. No, I knew it was. I actually still think it's a, it's about something worse than date rape. It's about the fact how women okay, are encouraged it. to not say yes when they want to say yes. But that's a different story. Uh, worse, huh? Worse. They're both really bad. It's really <laughs> no. bad. It's really, really it's a really it's, bad no, situation. It's so that women funny when there's encouraged. no right
0: answer to stuff. Like for example, the if uh, you guys been following the whole like Virginia Governor Ralph North. I'm from thing? Virginia. I know you're oh, from yes, Virginia. I have. And Very closely. He uh, he's like he doesn't. He's like,
1: oh no! It's not that I wore blackface that time. I wore blackface at like a Michael Jackson. B- party. But before
0: he admitted to doing blackface, he wasn't sure if it's the person in the was picture him. was him in blackface or the guy in the KKK robe. Me and
1: or the guy it, that I'm seeing were talking
2: about. Or it if it were actually the same picture he took, because yeah. remember he was like, "Oh no, that's not me." So at some <laughs> other point, there was a separate picture uh, of him yeah, in black. I did so much racist bad. stuff. I'm
0: not even sure it's which one so, it was. Yeah, That's when it's funny when there's no right answer. It's yeah, just, you're just
2: like, you should probably just like, yeah, just, yeah, I call it quits, you know? Yeah,
0: man, just resign. No one will, I don't know. I don't know. I, Are you
1: singing? Wait, no, first we're going to do our, like, our positive. My
0: positive little thing, besides, sorry, everybody. Um think the main thing about body positivity is that you are good enough to do whatever you want to do right now not when you lose weight not when you start this workout plan not when you start this diet plan not when you get plastic surgery not after you lose 20 pounds not after you gain 20 pounds you are great the way you are in this very moment body positivity is about learning to mm-hmm. love who you are no matter what part of the journey you are on And it's always important to remember that you don't have to. I spent my whole life waiting to uh, be worthy of love or be worthy of self-love, to be worthy of being content and happy with who I was. And body positivity is about just telling you, hey, you super don't have to wait for that. Mm -hmm. You can love yourself right now. It's hard. It's a tough journey to go on. And you're going to have a lot of self-reflection and a lot of, but it's so worth it. It is so worth it.
2: You already have the tagline for whatever like pro body positivity company you're gonna build, whether it's for kids or like whatever, the the being positive about your body no matter what part of the journey you're on.
0: Yeah. It That's, is, it's true.
2: You've already got it.
0: Good. Trademarked. Keep Put it Zach out. Zach Miko. Put it down.
1: See. Zach Miko.
0: Oh my god.
1: Katie. What's your? Do you? Have oh, I existence? have to say something yeah, about being
2: body positive. Yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm pretty positive. I'm in yoga pants and just woke up in a Bob Dylan shirt with holes in the armpits, and nice. I have guests in my home. I'm feeling pretty body body positive these <laughs> days.
1: Um, I think mine is that like letting, um, especially young women know your body is going to change over time, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that you might
0: same with men just yeah. for the record like you're about i'm cannot do what i did when i was 16
1: right you can't do it and like so just really embrace like i wish i could go back in time and tell my 16 year old self like, uh, my 21 year old self and my 28 year old self you might have the ideal body right now quote unquote but it's just gonna keep changing over time and that's cool that's becoming yeah. a grown-up
0: and don't get lasik's eye surgery too early because it changes when you're 40 mm. that's what my optometrist warned me
2: oh that's also really good information. <laughs> I, think, I think mine's be okay with having that glass of ro- rosé with friends at noon on a Saturday. That's not going to change your body no. or anything dramatically. No, and you're going to have a great day. Have, have a, great a lot day.
1: of sugar
0: in it, but
1: that's fine. is <laughs> okay. My stepmom told me that I'm Rose's probably drinking okay. too much wine right now. Yeah, probably.
0: Rosé's okay all day, every day.
1: Wait, okay, so now we're going to close out. I really feel like, I just can't remember which one of us thinks first, and I think it's you.
0: It's it's the Nat King Cole part.
1: Right, yeah. Whatever key you pick is what we're doing. I pulled up the lyrics. This has been Rosé All
2: Day day. Anyways, with Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey. We're going to go out on a song. Please uh, like and review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. Give yourself props for whatever part of the journey you're on right now. You're beautiful. You guys. You're so beautiful. We've had Zach Miko on and enjoyed it.
0: Zach Miko. Thank very you. Very much. I had a this great has time. been a lot
2: of fun. Yeah. We all had a great time. We had a great time. Take it away.
0: And if you want to hear that song that Erica and I are going to sing awkwardly and a cappella y and out of tune you're going to have to subscribe to all, Rosé all day anyways and listen to when they release the episode. Guys, thank you so much for being as amazing as you always are. Uh, We have a lot of great more episodes coming at you, so don't you worry. Please follow us on social media, at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook.com, slash BigThingsPod, at our website, BigThingsPod.com. Please send us all of your love and your questions, and I love you so much. And until next week, remember to go out into the world and do big things.